0: I don't know how not senile you have to be before some of this doesn't seem very authentic is that a fair way to say it
1: i I, I think it's a fair way to say it i think you're greatly overestimating uh, our ability (laughs) or even our concern around this and here we go again uh, against the odds it doesn't take a genius here are mark and mike
0: I appreciate that you said that just for my mental health. I know that's, that's really the truth. <laughs> you didn't let the AI overlords take over our narration.
1: The, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I thought I'd show up in person and do my part this time. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was, I was earning the royalties off of this that I should when I'm letting my artificial intelligence me, uh, you know, do all the work. <laughs> yeah. So, so we we ended up the last episode. You 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 kept uh, you kept going to a dark place, uh, you I know, a, a concerned uh, maybe a place of concern and and you know your your children are younger than mine. You're obviously you know think about <laughs> you know ramifications of the future more than I do. So uh, so let's talk about you know let's dial it right back into us. You know it's all about yeah. us. You, you know are we as coaches uh you know so almost in some cases counselors uh you right. know uh, right. strategic partners are we about to lose our jobs
0: yeah yeah so so we were we were talking about this uh before we hit record and you know the the idea of you know somebody contacting me and uh and reaching out to me which you know happened a couple times today uh, you know, I got a got a text message. I I had a, a phone call this morning um, where, you know, they're they're looking for some guidance and they want to talk through something. In fact, they'd like it to be uh, every other week. In the case of uh, of a couple of folks that I talked to today, uh, the third one's probably going to be a one off because they've got kind of an emergency, mm-hmm. you know, like so. But but either way, um, they're looking for. Somebody to come in and ask the right questions, have some knowledgeability about you know their their industry, have some knowledgeability about where they're headed, and and so they're 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 seeking me out to have those conversations with me. And you know we were sort of talking about this, giving you some of the specifics that I won't share on air because you know it's private confidential stuff, but. Um, you know i i was feeling pretty good about it and then you said what mike well i basically just i didn't say i asked
1: right <laughs> is this something the machine could do I, yeah, sure. well, you know so this the, you know as a, as a coach you're going to ask some questions yeah uh, yeah and and then you're going to based upon your experience you are you know with permission you may offer some insights that's right. So going from a pure coaching role to a, a, a little bit of a consultative role, uh, you'll say, okay, I've seen this before, and here's some of the things that you yep. might expect as outcomes. Here's some, uh, you know, things I predict that may, you know, get you may get in response when you approach this other person, yep. uh, to to have this, uh, you know, this conversation. So so yeah, could the machine generate those questions, and could the machine go out then and having read Every psychological paper ever written and read exchanges between uh, us carbon-based life forms. Yep. Could it then predict those things fairly accurately?
0: Yeah. And and the answers. yes. Uh, <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, and and my, okay. in my. <laughs> All right,
1: the machine. The machine's taking my job.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, my so it goes I, I, to
1: our question. It goes to our question we asked right. in the first episode,
0: right? It most certainly does.
1: Yeah, yeah. In what way is is working with you better right. than going online and and getting you know advice from the chat bot?
0: And and what's hilarious is people are chatting me right now, and my phone for some reason went off do not disturb, so I'm getting distracted. As you and I try to have a real conversation by chats, meanwhile, somebody could go to a chat bot who would never be distracted and would always be completely there uh, for the next part of that conversation, you know, like, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think we're going to hear this, in, you know, in marriages. Oh, well, you know, chat GPT is always there for me. Yeah, <laughs> chat yeah. GPT doesn't uh, look at his watch while I'm talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't try to watch the football game over my shoulder uh, while I'm sharing things. Uh, Like, yeah, honey. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. So so my counter to that was, and we, we talked about this a little bit last time. um, Empathy is not going to be there with chat GPT. I, I can't, I, I guess we need to spend a philosophical discussion defining empathy before we really say this, perhaps. But I don't think it has the ability to care in the sense that you and I would care. Care comes from the same root word as love. You know, it it, it can't love. You know, it's just like, you know, we, we talked yeah, about yeah. strippers and prostitutes that barring your exception of pretty woman. Um, and several other very sentimentalized, uh, you know, stories in uh, in the world of fiction. Uh, there, There's not going to be um, true care behind whatever that relationship looks like with someone who's getting paid to be there. Um, and the same with ChatGPT. It's it's coded to be there. It's not coded to care. Um, it, and, and what I mean by that is it will not. Um, If I care for somebody, I'm going to put my self-interest aside for their sake, right? So I love my wife enough that I'm going to tell her some hard things. I love my employee enough that I'm going to go have a conversation about how they don't smell very good, right? Chat GPT probably could do that. Someday we'll have olfactory sensors for (laughs) you know uh, workplace bots, and it will go up to Bob and say, Bob, you smell. Uh, It'll say it in a great voice even you know it'll it'll be uh, some ai generated lovely soothing tone um but it won't actually care it won't actually care so so i think perhaps that was my next step of of our argument is i think that's an advantage we have you meanwhile said tones of voice uh you know even if they're uh computer generated you like hearing them sometimes oh yeah well my thought
1: is if it if the machine creates the right emotional, the emotion in you, right? Is it necessary to have the human? And my example was, you know, I go to, I go to the self checkout, and I, you know, I, I do all the work of the cashier, and when I pull my credit card out of the machine, the machine in the most lovely and just warm and empathetic voice says, "We appreciate your business. Thank you. We hope you had a great experience." And I mean, I'm always like. That was nice. <laughs> that was that was better than ninety nine percent of the cashiers I get in life. Uh, you know, in, you know yeah. the the the, the carbon based bipedal upright ones. So <laughs> uh,
0: I I leave
1: with a little a little smile.
0: So okay, there is care behind, uh, you know, behind the the the, the machine. There is somebody. There's a there's a human caring enough to put that tone in there. Um let's see, can I share well there was there was
1: there was there was care before that. Somebody had to budget had to care to budget that we spend some extra time and engineering money to make, you know, otherwise I I I get, you know, I get Stephen Hawking.
0: You know, all right. I didn't know you were going to say that on air. Okay. You're
1: going to have a nice day. Thank you for, for shopping here. You, you know, but somebody said, let's spend some extra money. And, right. And let's find a, a, a voice actor or a voice synthesizer, or an AI voice generator right. that sounds empathetic, warm, and caring and appreciative. And then. So, they plug that in there. So, so there was care. There was, there was care behind it.
0: Yeah. 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 Perfect. So
1: somebody had to care enough to make it better than, you know, just
0: machine like. So uh, going along with that argument, I'm going to try to share this. We'll see if this works, but can you see that?
1: Oh, I see two wonderful, you know, baby fur seals with looks like uh, precious moments doll eyes uh, yes. big yeah big oversized pixar kind of eyes
0: yes
1: uh with uh eyelashes so i've got these white baby fur seals with big eyes eyelashes and they're they're looking up at me
0: oh uh, yes yeah, so in fact one's looking up at you one uh, has uh, some sort of pacifier in its mouth and um you you can't see from the angle but uh, i believe it, that one is Asleep and is getting uh, its uh, battery charged. That's that's what that uh, pacifier is with the cord on it. And what this is is the Paro uh, seal robot. It's a little uh, seal. I don't know. Probably what would you say? Uh, foot and a half long, maybe mm-hmm. um, something like that. Uh, plush plush toy, uh, but it responds to light, touch, sound. Uh, you know, it sort of you know moves its head and it, it interacts with people in the nursing home uh people that are suffering from dementia <laughs> yeah, and you know, and it has had, had it, a like a,
1: like an ominous stephen king moment right and it interacts with people in a nursing home <laughs> you're you're kind of showing your hand here buddy <laughs> i am
0: totally showing my hand <laughs> yeah yeah i'm totally <laughs> showing my hand but because the uh you know we, you and i watched a video about this the the social worker who brought in the robots clearly cared and the uh, the patients were interacting with these SEALs and really, you know, it, it made them come alive. There's no doubt about it. And this is an amazing tool for people who are, uh, you know, struggling, right? Um, at the same time, um, I, I'll, I'll stop sharing the image here, but I, at the same time, I do think that there is... Uh, I don't know how not senile you have to be before some of this doesn't seem very authentic. Is that a fair way to say it? it I think looks- it's a
1: fair way to say it. I think you're greatly overestimating uh, our ability <laughs> or even our concern around this. So, so yeah, when you when you you pick one of these furry squish mellow plush things up and if you scratch behind its ear, right, it leans into you, right, just like a dog would, right, pushes into you, you know, when you speak, it looks up at you with these big, you know, you know, sympathetic eyes, it it purrs, it, it, you know, it responds to sound and and everything, and so, and then in the video we watched, they talk about this has replaced the dog, right, so used to on the weekends, they would have people, and the people would bring their you know, comfort dogs, or comfort animals into the nursing home and the nursing home residents would interact with them.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, they figured out that's that, you know, you require a lot the, cheaper. <laughs> yeah. The person has to be there full time. Uh, you yep. know, you've got maintenance of the dog, you know, like carom feeding of the dog. Uh, yep. And then somebody has to drive it there, drive it back. Were these things available seven days a week, uh, no yep. cleanup, no mess, no food, right? You yep. plug them in. And even while they're sleeping, even while they're being charged, they just look adorable. <laughs> I feel good. I feel soothed just looking at them sleeping. You know, I'm like, oh, I sleeping. And, it, and the genius of this, the charging port, looks exactly like a child's pacifier. Right, right back to a little, you know, corded cable. And so yeah. when you when it goes to sleep, you put its pacifier in its mouth, it goes to sleep. So even the the, the, the engineering design. Yeah, they made right? you want
0: to care about it, right?
1: Yeah, okay. even asleep, it looks like it's sucking on its pacifier and, yeah. you know, versus, yeah, here's a port on its side that looks like, a you know, an electrical car, your charging port, you know, you plug a big, you know, black cable into it or something. No, this looks, even that part of it, they thought that through well enough to make that you know, just an awesome part of the
0: experience. Yeah, and, and you know, we've talked about this before, and we've talked about IDO. Uh, that you and I took a, a course in human centered design from IDO, and and again, human centered design. That's part of the magic of designing something. Is that you? Uh, you know, you have to do that as a human, looking at other humans and how do they use products, and and what would make this best for them it's a it's an act of caring to design something well and i i suppose we can imagine a world where eventually the ai will be able to design something with that level of uh what would you call it even i mean you can't call it you can't call it care because it doesn't care, right? I mean it <laughs> but does it, doesn't, it matter? But it but you would you would say it doesn't matter. And I, and I would say at some point it's going to have to matter, right? Because there there will be a wall. I mean, would you marry an AI? Right? That's a in fact, since I bring that up, that's <laughs> one of the uh, plot lines for some of the novels by William Gibson, one of the founders of what came to be called cyberpunk um that there's an ai who uh, gets uh, citizenship and and marries but um you know he's he's talking about you know far you know far future um in in those novels but even in this one that i've got in my hand it came out in i think it was 86 um and uh he's got this uh this ai that generates art and it's it's phenomenal art and um uh, you know, it's sought by collectors, and um, and I've, I've got a I've got a quote here that I'll I'll try to share. They they talk about this uh, this AI's art as uh, songs, the work of art. They they call them songs or poems. Um, and so this uh, art uh, uh, dealer type um, has tracked down this huge device that the AI has that makes these pieces of art, and says, "Are you are you sad?" And the AI answers, no. And uh, she says, but your, your songs are sad. And he says, my songs are of time and distance. All these things that he's collected over the years, the AI has collected all this information, time and distance, that's all it is. The sadness is in you. Watch my arms. There is only the dance. These things you treasure are shells. And uh, it's this idea that, you know, even even this ai knows i'm not i am not sentient i am just a collection of things that humans have made and anything that you pick up on has to start with you being a human being interacting with me granted that was 1986's version of you know understanding ai but i don't know that that's that far off right like if if we're interacting with this stuff Um, we're never going to interact with it in a way where we say, you know, the machine cares about me. It's always going to be somebody behind the machine, or it's going to be what I bring to the machine to, uh, to, uh, to, um, to use in my interaction with the machine, the machine itself will not care. And I say that there's going to be some line where you would, uh, say, okay, I'd never marry a machine because it wouldn't actually care about me. Um, it, and let, I, I think you'd have to be mentally ill to say, that'll be, that'll be good enough. You bet. You know, it's the, it's the people that say I'm going to marry my car, you know, like that, that no, you're, you're, there's something desperately missing from your life. If you think that that's going to be a a, a positive, uh, you know, human interaction. So, so I don't know where the level is. It, it, you know, it's, I, I think it's, definitely below spouse <laughs> how far down does it go right like could your boss be an ai could your could your uh could your counselor at work your hr department at work be ai could your coach be an ai could your you know keep going like it goes goes far down as you want could your salesman be ai maybe that's good right maybe i want a salesman who doesn't uh you know have a bone to pick uh, doesn't have a you know, a a second agenda just wants to make sure I keep ordering from the same company and that's good enough. I don't know. I, I feel like at some point you're going to say, but wait a minute, that doesn't, that thing doesn't actually care. And I need it to care.
1: Right. You said something really important. You said, you said there, if, you know, there has to be a void in your life in order for you to embrace this. So if Great. the void in my life, if I'm in a nursing home and my yeah. kids are, you know, a thousand miles away and it's an airplane yeah. ride to come see me, there's a, there's a void in my life. And now I've got this baby fur seal right, <laughs> that loves right. me, responds to me, is yep. attentive to me. Um, there was a void in my life of caring and this thing filled that void. Yep. So, yeah, we saw, you know, it was a few years back here, the, the Japanese came up with this little, it was this little kind of figure, you know, sculpture that that, that was, was, would talk to, you know, and it was for single Japanese people. And so when you woke up in the morning, it was your alarm clock and, you know, instead of beeping or something, it would say, hey, wake up, wake up. You got a busy day today at New Year's schedule, right? Uh, right. You, you need to right. go going." Uh, you know, don't forget you're you're not having any dairy this week, so you know, no eggs. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then and then you know, it would it would sense when you came home. You know, so it knew that you came home late. Oh, you're home really late. Everything go well at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would sense if you came home early. It would, you know, and so it would, and then it would, you know, over time start to understand your patterns and then could comment, you know, if the patterns were maintained or broken so that it knew, you know, you don't seem to be yourself today. What's going on?
0: <laughs> <sighs> and and, and there, again, somebody behind but, that had to care to create such a beast. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Right.
1: No, no. So, so there was a void All right, This person's mm-hmm. single. They're living in a, you know, 150 square foot apartment in Japan. <laughs> Yep. and yep. you know they're known for working people to literally to death uh, you know it's part of the the you know they have words for it in their culture and yep. so you know i've got this void and this thing fills it and yep. so if the electrical impulses going into my brain you know communicate that that is care right
0: is it really care right yeah so, and and we we talked about this a little bit. My answer to that would be uh, the, uh, the villain in the Matrix, uh, the villain who's not the AI. Um, you know, he betrays the humans who are trying to escape the Matrix uh, because he says, look, I know the steak I'm eating isn't real, but it sure tastes like steak and it smells like steak. And I just like to stay in this place. And he's the villain because he's not, willing to go face reality right he's he's not willing to go interact with human beings in real life he wants but, it all stay. but he did and he found right. he didn't care for it <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. it's like, hard
1: yeah, yeah i was hanging out with real people they suck uh, yeah plug me back yeah. into the machine and yeah. yeah make me and i like the part where he goes and make me somebody important <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah yeah maybe the president of australia you know give me give me australia i'll be i'll be
0: uh, fine. i i think it's uh it's you know it's it's really um it's really telling about a lot of the things that we fall into today you know that are that are real you know i'm, I'm going to call them problems in our society you know whether it's uh you know addiction to uh, you know, binge watching television, whether it's addiction to online pornography, whether it's, you know, it's, we had a lot of void fillers, you know, alcohol, we could, we could go through the list of all the things that are, that are going on right now. And I heard this phrase last week, um, deaths of despair, you know, that we have so many people dying of overdoses and, you know, alcohol related deaths that, you know, it's, it's like they've given up on real life. Let's just retreat into this. Um, And, and that, you know, we, we know that's not healthy, right? Like no, nobody, nobody thinks that that's healthy. Um, and on the flip side, we're saying the seal is healthy, right? Like the seal fills, uh, uh, a void that we would like as human beings to, to fill. We can't be there to hug all these grandmas and grandpas, but we'd like for them to have, you know, something that helps them, uh, come alive. Okay. Well. There's something there. I don't know what it is yet, but I feel like that's part of that figuring out that demarcation zone or that rubric that helps us know is this good use of AI or is this something that is um taking humanity out of the equation? I, I think that's I, I don't have words for it yet, and I know we'll do more episodes, but I think the issue is where where does it show humanity in the in the interactions? Because if if it doesn't. Then it's it's got to be at least enough counterfeit that it does matter to the electrical impulses coming into my brain.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And so maybe it goes back to the creator of the machine, right? The creator of the AI, the creator of the baby yeah. first seal that interacts with with dementia patients. Uh, so there was there was care in its creation, and, yeah. and does that count uh, as as transferable care? Uh, you know. Yeah. When you think about a movie director, yeah, no. so the the movie director cares about their audience mm-hmm. and And you know we've studied the brain enough to know when you're sitting watching a picture, and something scary is happening, your your brain doesn't know that it's fake. yeah right your your heart speeds up, right your heart rate changes, you, you, you perspire more, your your pupils will dilate, you know, just based upon what you're seeing on a literally a flat screen yeah so the director cared enough to create a, a, a movie experience that created emotion in you yeah you right you cried you laughed you, you had all these emotions and we pay money for that every single day yeah is that yeah is that necessarily good or bad and so so if the maybe the good or bad line is you know how much time you spend in the other world versus the or,
0: or, or transference what do you call it transference of care uh, mm-hmm. uh i just so made that up too that's the copyright trademark you should totally copyright that i, yeah, I think that's yeah. it doesn't off.
1: take a genius tm <laughs> right.
0: let's say it fast uh yeah, I, I think the transference of care is the is the, the real deal there because you could watch, you know, schlock that gives you emotion, right? That's I think that's if I remember correctly, that's basically what Madame Bovary is about. She's like, you know, she uh she's obsessed with romance novels, essentially. Well, it's not good, you know, that's not good literature. And and it's because the romance novels aren't good. You know, they're they're manufactured emotions. Instead of um, you know, saying something about what the human experience is like, you know, uh, that's a difference. Those are two different things. You know, uh, hey, watched you know many episodes of General Hospital and you know, One Life to Live with my mother growing up. but but that was, you know, uh, while an amazing craft, and they do some things there, that's not giving me some of the timeless humanity that you're going to get from you know, uh, Shakespeare, uh, or, you know, fill some, any, anybody who's been dead for 200 years and we're still reading, there's probably something there that, you know, has made that say that's timeless. That has to do with these eternal things called souls that we have. And, and that does last right. That is more than just an electrical impulse that comes in our brain and and goes away. It's something eternal. Um, but the emotion is not eternal. So, maybe that maybe that's where the line is of that transference of care holy crap what are we doing this episode got way deeper than i thought it was going to get but well you know i
1: think uh, you know now we we reached the point of of judgment are we judging are we being judgmental because you know for some people you know for you uh, a passage from you know marcus aurelius you know is 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 beauty right it's just profound yeah. beauty for yeah. other people who will never read that, they believe that when The Rock defeated The Undertaker,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: WWE was one yeah. of the most profound moments
0: of their life. I, I don't disagree with you <laughs> that, that they believe that. My question is, in 200 years, will people still be saying, wow, The Rock versus The Undertaker? That really was, you know, that was that was a moment for all humanity. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, let's
1: mark time from that. Was that before or after
0: uh, the <laughs> right. Rock, Rock V Undertaker? Uh, and and, you know. and listen, I, I you know, I, I have many friends right now that if, if they were hear this, and maybe they will, I don't know, um, you know, I, I want to go on the record of saying, I mean, they should know me to know how much Kish I, in my life, how much Kish I love. <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, uh, I love Barry Manilow. I'll just go ahead and say that. You know, I love Barry Manilow. Uh, That's a lot of manufactured emotions. The, you know, he even calls it the golden handcuffs. You know, he had to keep producing and arranging and writing songs that style because it was so successful. But even he was like, I don't want to do this all the time. This is not deep. You know, this is shallow stuff. It's, It's just playing with your emotions. There's always a key change. That's my favorite part. You know, Mm-hmm. you get towards the end of the song and suddenly it's we go up a key and he does the whole verse or in chorus again, just in a higher key, you know, Oh, it's so atmospheric, but, but that's, that's not, that's, that's not going to have the staying power of some stuff that really is touching at the soul level. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, um, <laughs> but I think, but I think there, I think we're talking about the same thing. I think we're genuinely talking about where, Where's that line where AI can, can hit on some, some really important uh, uh, things that we need, voids that can be filled. But there's got to be some point where it's not, I don't know if it, that it's not going to understand, but that what it's doing is is not going to be able to, to go beyond manipulation of, of emotions instead of hitting at the soul. I'd love to be proven wrong, but I think that's going to be one of the challenges you and I face over the next 20 years of helping people in the service industries uh, connect with customers, connect Mm -hmm. with employees. That's, That's going to be a challenge.
1: Yeah. Well, the good news is, you know, we started this conversation with, yeah, here's somebody who's got a challenge They need to talk to me, bounce the ideas, get some feedback, get me to, to ask them probing questions to, you know, force them to think deeper into it. And currently, (laughs) you know, (laughs) January 24th, 2023, right. When we recorded this episode, uh, that's the case, uh, right. And they're willing to, they're willing to pay you for that. They see this as such value uh, that they're, they're, they're willing to spend their time and money interacting with you at this point right and so so that's a good thing and yeah Absolutely. we don't yeah we don't know how this movie ends uh but we definitely wanted to you know share with you some of the thoughts that we were having around this both the pros and cons uh concerns and uh who knows you're right this will be one of the the, the the seminal episodes in the podcast and so 30 years from now when they replay it uh, right. You know, then people can go, ah, those, those guys saw it, man. They saw it coming, uh, you know. What well, prophets, yeah. uh,
0: absolute
1: prophets. Yeah, the seer, the seer of seers. <laughs> that was us. So <laughs> Otherwise, they're otherwise going to go, oh, those morons. <laughs> they had no yeah. clue what was coming.
0: <laughs> that tends to be closer to the reaction I, I get from most people. Yeah. So well, That's I'd the short it. term.
1: Short term. And you're still alive. Once you die, you become much more profound. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, your art gets better. Your words get more profound. Everything gets better. So just ahead of our time at this moment. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I quit. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's let our narrator, uh, the real life one, uh, Let him take. Yay, John! Glad to have you back. Uh, Let him take us out on this one. And that's it. Join us next time when you'll hear Mike say, "Well, I'm sure he'll say something pithy." Don't miss it next time. It doesn't take a genius.
0: That's good enough.